Good morning, church. Great to be online with you again this morning. Uh, thrilled. You know, it's just it's so exciting to know that uh, as a community, we're all online together. Uh, and it's just so exciting that, that there's people that are part of our church that we're choosing to be online together, to gather. Uh, and so it's great to have you with us this morning. Thank you for making this time and, and being with each other and prioritizing each other and worshiping Jesus together. Uh, we, we're going to have we're going to start with a kid's song this morning. We're going to start. So bring your kids into the room if they're not. Um, just just get ready to some dancing. The kids will know this song from Kids Church. It's one of their favorites. From what I understand, it's a song called Jetpack. So we're going to be singing that together in a few minutes. The, the screen will come on with the actions and the words so we're going to dance and sing together and celebrate God together but this week Jessica who's part of our church uh, reminded me of Psalm 34 uh, and I just wanted to read it to you the, the translation that many of you will know is is from verse 8 it says taste and see that the Lord is good I was just reading it in the past the, the um, passion translation this morning and it says drink deeply of the pleasure of God experience for yourselves the joyous mercies he gives to all who hide themselves in him worship in awe and wonder all you who've been made holy for all who fear him will feast with plenty even the strong and the wealthy grow weak and hungry but those who passionately pursue the lord will never lack any good thing that's God's promise as we passionately pursue him uh, and, and taste and see that he is good this morning. So we're going to uh, we're going to jump around. We're going to sing and dance. So uh, get the cobwebs off. Get shaking. Uh, Phil, will you start this video for us as we sing Jetpack together this morning? Thank you.
morning, everybody. Um, hope you're all well. Hope you hope you enjoyed the warm up and you got all your energy up. Uh, let's worship God together. This beaten you have rescued me Sing it out, Jesus is alive Empty cross, the empty grave Life eternal, you have won the day Celebrate, Jesus is alive He's alive Happy day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you're the King of Kings.
Thanks, Alan. That's great. We're, we're just worshipping Jesus together and it's uh, it's great to be able just to be online and sing together and worship God. Over the over the last week uh, from last week, we were studying Psalm 23 together and we're going to carry that conversation on this week. So um, not right now, but if you, you can grab your Bibles now and we're going to look at probably the second, uh, the third and fourth verses of that this week and just have a conversation around that. Uh, again, you can join in through the chat, but we're just going to gather around that scripture right now, then go back in and worship so we're just going to play uh, becky's going to read psalm 23 for us right now uh, and then alan's going to continue to lead us in worship psalm 23 the lord is my shepherd i have what i need he lets me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside quiet waters he renews my life he leads me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live.
that truth that in the midst of darkness you your light shines Lord your presence it can silence the fear for those that are experiencing fear right now we've had a, a prayer request from Zach just asking for prayer for his sister-in-law Ben and Grace 
got two children. She's got three weeks left to go until she's giving birth. And it's really exciting, but it's also scary. And we know that um, David and Sean have got uh, twins on the way as well. And all these people that are fearful of going into hospital because of what's going on in the hospital. So we just pray, Father, will you, will you pour out your presence and silence the fear with the overwhelming saturation of your presence? your perfect love fall for those that have got these situations but those that are listening right now that are, 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 are struggling with fear for whatever reason whether it's relating to the circumstances we find ourselves in whether it's fear for a loved one fear over something that's going on in their body and they don't know what's going on they're frightened to, to seek help or for those that are fearful because of those they're with and the relationships are strained. Perfect love, come pour out your presence, cast out all fear. Where your love pours in, there's no room for fear. The abundance of your love. To pour in your love. In the most desperate of circumstances, your love that doesn't know no bounds, your love that isn't, you don't hold it back, you pour it all out. And you have poured it all out. God, will you just surround every household, every individual? Under the sound of my voice now, we're going to listen live or on demand later. Lord, will you pour out your peace, pour out your love, pour out your hope, let a joy flow over in the midst of circumstances. Let your light shine. Let your light shine into the darkness. Pour out your presence in this name. Amen.
God, your love really is reckless. Yet whilst we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And there was nothing that we could do to deserve what he has done. He went and did it. Church, be encouraged by that this morning. Be built up upon that. And whatever the news is saying, whatever we're hearing on a day-to-day -day basis, know the truth. And the truth is that he's died for you. And he's made a way for you and that he is all you need. Guys, we're gonna go into Psalm 23 in a few moments. 
So please write down any thoughts you've got as we read that together and journey into the next couple of verses. But just some uh, just some notices. It wouldn't be church without notices, would it? So just some notices just to keep you up to date with where we're at with things and, and what's going on. But um, if you are able to, the uh, straight after this gathering online, we're going to have a mass Zoom together. So um, I'm, I'm going to put the details for that into the chat right now, a link. And uh, if you haven't got the password, you can email uh, our admin at OCC email address and we'll give you the password. But get onto Zoom, give us a couple of minutes just to finish the service and then we can all gather and kids can be on there, grab a tea or coffee. And we're just going to chat for around half an hour, just see who's on there. We've got no agenda for that other than just being together, seeing each other's faces, hearing each other's voices. Uh, also, if you haven't uh, already, then please do sign up for uh, our e-newsletter. Every single week we're sending out an e-newsletter uh, to all of those that are subscribed to get it. So you can, again, just email our admin at uh, email address and you can get onto that mailing list to receive all of the emails that we're sending out, all of the resources, all of the news. Uh, so you don't miss anything because uh, we want to keep as many of you uh, connected as we're able to. So please tap into that. That would be fantastic. And, and I just want to thank you personally um, for, for all that you're doing to help each other, serving each other. Uh, we're hearing stories of, of people uh, getting their food shopping for their neighbours in connect groups, helping each other and spurring one another on. And, um, and it's just so exciting to hear what you're doing as a church. And, and also, I want to thank you that in the midst of everything that's going on, for so many, the financial uncertainty of everything. Um, we've seen a, we, the, the amount of people that are giving is just incredible. And to see you sowing into uh, the kingdom of God, sowing into the life of this church uh, and, and us being able to help people, we just want to thank you for, for your giving. Uh, it, it, it's, it, it's giving to God and, and we are able to help more and more people. So thank you for your generosity. You are an amazing church, an amazingly generous church. So um, I know a number of you are seeing all the typos that I'm putting in. I think even on that connect group slide, there is a typo right there. I'm glad I put an N at the end of my spelling of button rather than an M. Um, <laughs> please bear with me. I can't spell. We'll get used to it. Um, but one thing that we want to make sure you know about is that um, this isn't just a UK thing that we're experiencing, is it, in lockdown? This is a global thing, a global pandemic that we are going through. And there's some people in the world that are really, really struggling. And that the loss of uh, being able to get out of their homes means a loss of being able to go to work and not being able to go to work means they simply cannot feed their families. And we're uh, we're blessed with a government that are trying to help us in our nation, a church. Again, if you're struggling, please get in contact with us. We're not mind readers. We want to be able to help you. But there's some around the world that don't get that help. And so as a church, we are inviting you, if you are able to, to be able to give uh, to Elam's national appeal to help uh, the COVID-19 relief around the world. There's a link there that you can go to. It's just our email address slash ERA hyphen COVID-19. And there's a link on there. It says give now. You can give any amount if you're able to. We understand that this is difficult times for everybody. But uh, I just wonder, Phil, can we play that video uh, just to help us understand a little bit about what's happening in the world? I'm thinking we can't. 
maybe we can't play that video. Uh, it wouldn't be church without a technical glitch either, would it? So uh, we might be able to. In fact, we've got the person that's on that video. Ian, would you do you want to just come in and speak into uh, what's happening? Elin, missions director, also a pastor in our church. Ian, if you want to come in and just share uh, what you're seeing around the world uh, and you can do a live version of that video for us instead. Yeah, for sure, John. And absolutely. I, I think one of the joys of my my role is that I get to meet with lots of people um, across the globe and I make connections with various ministries and, uh, and organisations. And uh, you're right, quite right. The, 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 the impact of COVID-19 is, is massive. Um, you know, I, I think some of our partners would, would reflect that if it, if it wasn't COVID-19, then it would be, it would maybe malaria or something like that. So the, this really is just one thing on top of another uh, of many things that uh, majority world uh, face and encounter. And it's interesting, isn't it? When we come to our, um, to, when it comes to our doors, it begins to heighten the uh, sort of the impact of these things upon our, our, our everyday ordinary lives. And so I think that the main drive behind this appeal, John, has really been a sense of we can't we can't help everybody, but we we feel I feel like we've got to do something. You know, there's a there's a passage in 2 Corinthians 8 that has just it's been hugely influential in, in some of my thinking behind this this appeal and this invitation really for us to be able to do something. Paul reflects upon the Macedonian church and he, he uh, the Macedonian church were in great, uh, they're great affliction actually, they were real suffering, but they also experienced abundant joy. And, uh, and there was a collection for the, for the work that was going around and, and the, 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 it, it seems to indicate that they were gonna pass by the Macedonians because of the affliction that they were facing. Um, but actually they say, don't, don't stop us from being able to give. It was almost like Paul, uh, those who were making the collection were saying their no for them. And I, I think one thing that I've come to learn, John, over the course of, the, uh, of, the, of, of, of life really and leadership is that not to say no, no for people. And so for those of you this, watching this morning, um, this, is a, this is a free will thing. This is not a compulsion thing. This is not a, a guilt trip. Uh, this is simply an, an opportunity for us as God's people to respond with the little that we may have or the abundance that we have to, to, to benefit others. And, and so really, uh, either missions, we just don't want to say no, the no for people, um, but we want to create an opportunity for people to say yes. And so that's, that's really where we're at with this appeal. Um, we have partners in Pakistan, uh, the Philippines, uh, India, uh, who are doing incredible work. And so um, we... So we, yeah, sorry, I don't know what happened there, but we, uh, uh, we, we, you know, we're seeing uh, just great, great need and great, um, a great response so far to this appeal. And so, yeah, thanks uh, for getting behind this. Fantastic. Thanks, Ian. So if you're able to, um, please follow that link. You can give online. Um, we're struggling to know any other ways of being able to give, not being physically together. Um, but we're going to make sure that all gets sent on to um, Elon Missions, who can then use that. Uh, with their partners in some of the, the the hardest places around the world that are struggling with COVID-19. We're going to gather around Psalm 23 and we're going to look at just start, uh, verses three and four this week. So if you've got a Bible, grab that. Any thoughts, please share it on the chat. As you know, each week we're kind of having a conversation. So it's a little less of a preach, just some thoughts between Ian and myself. And uh, some of them aren't concluded thoughts. They're just conversations that we're sparking each other with as we gather around this passage. Again, I'd encourage you um, uh, 
memorize this 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 psalm i'm doing that myself and saying it I, I'm, i've got a psalm a day that i'm trying to memorize uh, and this is one of my psalms that i'm going to try and memorize for one for each day of the week and and it's just when you've got that in you it just brings something of the truth of who god is into your every day so last week we we looked at the lord is my shepherd i have what i need he lets me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside quiet waters and this week we start off with what I think really is like the crux of this psalm is he restores my soul. This psalm, it kind of gives us a real practical insight into soul restoration. Now, the soul, just, just to give you a little bit of a background on this, I think so much of our thinking on the soul, Ian, you might want to speak into this, just what, what we think the soul means, uh, probably from more of like a Greek kind of mythical side rather than a biblical side. Because um, I think a lot of us think the soul is just like the spiritual bit of us and the body is the dirty bit, the kind of housing bit that's the non-spiritual dirty bit that we have to struggle with and makes us sin and all that kind of stuff. But the godly bit's the soul bit inside of us. Yeah, I, I mean, it is, it's, it's amazing, isn't it, how much of our thought and understanding is influenced by other things. And it, uh, I think one of the one of the key things for me engaging with scripture is that it, there's a there's a whole life approach you know it, it isn't it doesn't segregate uh, in, in the same ways that maybe we we would um, and so when 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 god is speaking he's speaking into the, the all all of life and because the gospel actually is a redemptive gospel of of all things not just not just us uh, not just the small part of the world that we understand or our own life so i think i think you're right i i think if we can understand that that god is god is interested in redeeming all things and um, every part of our life then it really does begin to influence how we how we engage with everything and i think we you know we were talking weren't we just before we, we came live about some of the things that actually walking with jesus and having that redemptive view of all things ch changes how we even think about the things that we buy and the way that we buy them and uh, and you know yeah maybe maybe there's some other things i've you know I think we, we, we in, in thinking that the soul is just the spiritual bit of us rather than our whole body, I think we miss, you know, we see in Genesis, don't we, that, that God breathed into the dust and it became a living being, didn't just put a deposit a little spirit in us. But actually the word that's used for soul throughout so much of the scriptures relates to our spirit. It's our heart, our will, our mind, our body, even even the social environment that impacts how we live. It shapes who we are, how we engage with that around us. It's all part of what makes us who we are. So it's not like God put a letter inside an envelope and the letter is the soul and the envelopes, the body that holds it. It's the whole thing. Uh, and, and, and God wants to bring rest to our whole being when we trust in the good shepherd. It's such a practical psalm when we when we realize that we don't need we don't have to fall into the trap of thinking if I can just get that, then I'll be happy. Actually, we, we find it in Jesus, who actually is the good shepherd who also knows what it's like to be a sheep. So whatever people are going through, he can he knows what it's like. And mm. so Jesus is is that rest place for all of us you like you want to come in on something Ian? yeah yeah it's interesting because like, it's just I, I was thinking through some of the letters that paul writes and some of the the, the the theology that he tries to correct you know that sort of the gnostic thought around the the inner and the outer life and so the outer life doesn't really matter what really matters with the inside and 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 actually that's that's so, he, he counted by saying actually no this that's all of life actually every part the inner and the outer part what we do with our very life is really important so this this psalm when it speaks about the soul i i, I think you're using the same version uh, the translation as i am john the csb and it, it says isn't it that he renews my life yeah 
Right, and I, I love the, the way that it's phrased that because it just all of a sudden uh, it brings this expansive view that the totality of who we are is is up for renewal. And I love that. Inv- I love that. I love that invitation. And I love it, the- it has a massive impact, doesn't it, then, when he goes on to talk about paths of righteousness, yeah. because actually that's that's not just it's physically where we're walking, but this, the lifestyle we're choosing, the journey we're on in our life, our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, our decisions. It's everything is encompassed in this concept of a path that we walk. So it's not just that our, our spiritual bit gets a bit of relief in Jesus. Actually, it's about everything. And he goes on to talk about this path of righteousness. Yeah, now, I find that really interesting that he talks about paths of righteousness, because that would suggest that there's other paths as well. Yeah, absolutely, John. I, I, again, I think we see that, don't we, in as we engage with this with the bible whether it's old or new we see people who 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 take a take take a, a path a, a path of righteousness or a path that leads to death or away from away from life and i think it's in Deuter- deuteronomy 28 i you know i present to you today a, a, a you know a choice choose life or choose death and it's those two paths and jesus talked about that he says you know there's a narrow way and there's a broad way the narrow way leads to life and the broad way leads to destruction and uh, and I think it's Proverbs 12 says this, that there is a path uh, of righteousness and, and in its path there is no death. And it's like we see this journey. And I think that, you know, we were walking a, a country path yesterday. We went out, we did a little bit of exploration and we followed the path. And, and there was some there was some signs that said stick on this path, because if you go outside of the path, then you're going to be going into private property. And and who knows what could be found there? You know, it might be a farmer with a gun or whatever it might be that says get off my land. Um, you know, and so there, there are right paths that we that we tread and, and in those paths. So this, you know, you say it, it, it's there's life. There's life in the path. And it's interesting, isn't it? Just before this all started, we, you know, we'd had some discussions about the, the series that we wanted to do and talking about the Jesus way. And, uh, and we've been unpacking that in our, in our connect groups. And uh, Jesus, Jesus is the way, you know, he's the, he's the narrow path. There aren't many, there aren't other paths that we can get to, in, 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 to experience this life that he's called us into. It's, it's his way. And uh, I just find that really fascinating, John. Yeah, and I think what what I love is that the 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 path he puts before us, if it's all of life, we can get so fearful, can't we? Of, am I on the right path? Or am I on the wrong path? <gasps> what 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 happens if I'm on the wrong path? But actually, if it's all of life, then it goes back to the first verse: "The Lord is my shepherd; I've got all I want in Him. He's yeah. the one that will lead us in the paths yeah. of righteousness, and we we can trust Him." Uh, and and it doesn't mean that that we're always going to have it hunky dory. And I think we need to battle against this this theology that says when you're on the right path, life goes swimmingly because it, it goes on and doesn't it. And he says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that's not it's not um, some will and some won't. Not not if I walk through this is even though I walk through. So I'm on the right path. But actually, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah. And I, I love that because I think. Um, what, what we see is um, is this is David the psalmist as he's writing this he, he's seen that his whole life is being directed and consumed by God so even when he goes through the toughest season he can still experience the presence of God because he knows it's Romans eight twenty eight that God is working all things for good for the good of those that love him conforming us to his image 
and that as we as we even go through the toughest times we can say i'm still on the right path because i declare that jesus is god he is lord he is savior and he is bringing joy and, and it's not denying our feelings when we go through the valley of the shadow of death but our feelings get caught up in our soul our whole being being consumed by his love and so the valley finds its place underneath the sovereignty of god and the supremacy of god yeah absolutely and you're right we can't we can't avoid it and um and i think when we when we live in light of the fact that he is he, he is over all things and that he's actually working for the redemption renewal of all things it's, it's in christ that that that's that takes place and and the death and resurrection of jesus make that possible it's it, you know that that we celebrated that a few weeks ago didn't we this the resurrection power of jesus that we see that it's re, his redeeming and renewing all things and and so to embrace the jesus way to walk the path of righteousness with him is is life-giving yeah so you know I, and i i think I'm, I'm i'm really struck by this idea of the valley of death and and that death uh, it's the shadow of death for those who are in Christ Jesus it, it, death has no hold so even though we may experience things that feel like death actually we're passing through and the other thing that, that struck me this this morning really was this um, this idea that actually it, the, the, the the paradox of the Christian faith is that actually we want to embrace life we have to have to face death and yeah. uh, you know, die to self and, and give ourselves to Christ and submit our agenda and our reign of our own lives to his. And in so doing, we experience life in the way that only we can experience it in Jesus. So I, I love that that sense of death bringing life and, and the deep work that God does in those moments that brings transformation because it leads us into so much more. And I think a, a much more effective uh, life, but also fruitful mission yeah a really interesting thought of you know if we give ourselves fully to life death is a part of life it's like if we give ourselves fully to loving uh, our spouse or loving a, a dear friend there's going to be pain alongside that every relationship has that and so if you if you don't give yourself fully to it you know people say oh why am i experiencing this agony and this pain well maybe because you've fully given yourself to life and life in all its fullness because that comes with it but without the if, if you didn't give yourself fully to to the life bit you wouldn't get the pain bit but with the pain bit shows that you're also getting life in all its fullness yeah uh, just giving yourself surrendering our will to his will uh, it's it's a life journey what i love about this this section as well of this this verse even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death the language that david uses changes and he goes from using the third person the lord is my shepherd and now he says, uh, you are my comfort. You are my guide um, and, and you, your rod and staff that they, they protect me and comfort me. And it's almost like this. What the valley does in us is, is bring out a closeness and an intimacy with God. If we allow it, if we if we fully trust God in, in those moments and allow our will to die and say, God, whatever happens in this moment, whether it is a, a joyous mountaintop or a horrific valley, God, it's you that we keep our eyes on. It's you that we trust. I think someone else in the chat put in the proverb in all your ways, acknowledge God and he'll direct your path. Trust him. And right. uh, and it's in that moment saying my will, not my will be done, but your will be done. And that actually in that there's an intimacy that comes that we see in David's language. Um, I, I was reading recently this week, uh, Richard Foster, who you quoted in the in your your talk uh, last week on celebration. He says God becomes a reality when he becomes a necessity. Yeah, right. I'm really challenged living in living in a wealthy country in comparison, mm -hmm. you know, having a securish job. And a, 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 is God really a necessity? Mm -hmm. 
yeah it's it it's true it's so true and i i think the there's this uh i think this we're in this cultural moment aren't we where everything's being shaken yeah. and um and actually this is a, an opportunity for us in particularly in the west where we've we've had a, an abundance um you know by and large you know and i realized that not for, for, for that's not true for everyone um but by and large we we have provision um you know and even you know and so i think when we come to this point now where we go actually god everything's changing but it, it reveals the foundations doesn't it and it reveals what our life is built on and it is this sense of coming into to trust god and 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 walk with him like knowing that our our life whether we have or we we don't have is is actually found in him and it's a gift of grace and and i think maria who's commented there on some of the chat she just said you know she's walking through the valley uh, not camping there and it's true isn't it we can sometimes just yeah we can camp in in the wallowing of the of the shadow of death and and, and actually we, we we are called to walk with him through it and and, it, and i dare, dare i even say embrace some of the challenges of that because in it he's going to shape us to become more like him and actually, and again, I think we, we, we were talking about this leading to a, a place of, of, of mission, of outworking, of, of life in, in every single space so that people who don't know this reality can, can see something about the way that we handle the challenges of life. Yeah, just two thoughts, just just to conclude with it. I think I, I love that. Not yeah, walking through the valley, not camping there. That that would preach. That would. Um, and and the idea being that um, the Jesus way that we're exploring in our connect groups are some of these spiritual formations and practices that help us to 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 bring our inner world in alignment with Jesus, so our outer world shines His light. Mm -hmm. uh, and and I I think a maturity. I remember asking one of my mentors once, "What's the sign of maturity?" And he just looked at me and said, "The spiritual disciplines." And I dismissed it at the time and was like, nah, you're joking. Uh, but actually more and more now, I realize that these spiritual formations, these spiritual disciplines, these practices actually help us on these this, on this path. And they're like a structure and a signpost and a, and a way of following this path. And even when we then go through the valley, those spiritual formations, they shape something within us. And so um, we then can display his goodness and his glory as we as we follow his way. But I think you're right. Just ending with mission. I just think we're in such a, a moment where people feel like and, and are, are in reality. You know, yesterday we heard the statistics that we've we've gone over that threshold of 20,000 deaths, which is just horrific. Yeah. Um, you know, we, there's no way of softening that. Um, we're in a moment where people are walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Um, and this is a moment where we can um, we can be a light shining. I just wrote down the song, the very first kids song that we sang, Jetpack. It said, the darkest parts of the world, I will shine your light so all will see your worth. Yeah. And I think when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we're walking through it with others, with our friends, with our neighbours. We can we can uh, shine a light and this becomes a mission as we walk through the valley. It becomes an opportunity for God to use that. Um, and, you know, we're seeing around the world the searches for prayer on Google flying, go, go, skyrocketing on people, in, even in some of the most secular nations, searching prayer and faith. And people are searching for answers and they want answers. Uh, and we've got jesus who's the answer mm. to humanity and so even in this darkest valley we get an opportunity and ian you, you had a great thought just before we came live of, of what we could do this week even oh yeah uh, i think so you know we're, we're all able to get a daily daily walk in you know a bit of exercise whether you, you know you you walk it or you cycle it or whatever um, uh, and so 
I, it, I, just may, I just think maybe we've got an opportunity to walk, prayer walk the streets around us and, and pray for our neighborhoods and pray for the people that we know or people that pass us that we can pray that actually this, this, this town uh, that we live in or, and, the, and the surrounding towns that you know, are connected in with our, our community, that, they, uh, that we're saturated with the presence of God and the peace of God and the, the life of God as we engage in mission. And I think just one final thing on that, because this Psalm talks about the, you know, know the presence actually, you know, and, and the promise of the presence, I think, is, 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 was never, never simply for our meetings and our gatherings together where, you know, we sing it, we sing our songs and we experience the, the presence of God as we gather. And we all love that. But actually, the, the promise of presence and the promise of protection, the promise of, of Jesus being with us was when we were out on mission, Matthew 28. And, um, and so it's like you, you got and, and the last things that he says, and I'm with you always until the very end of the age. And it's almost like as we journey life, as we give all of our life over to him and engage in his mission, it's then that we know the presence and the protection of God in ways that we maybe would never experience otherwise. Absolutely. And that fits so well with this week in Connect Groups. We're going to be exploring prayer. We're going to do a two part series of this week and next week. We're going to explore prayer. I just love what Pat shared from Richard Foster as well. He says the desperate need today is not for greater numbers of intelligent people or gifted people, but for deep people. Yeah. That is what this season needs. It needs a depth of people that are, are um, pursuing and walking that path of righteousness with the Lord as our shepherd. Yeah. So, guys, we're going to finish there. Time has run out. Please uh, follow the link. Join us on Zoom. We're going to finish with a song now. They give us maybe 10 minutes from now. We'll all gather on Zoom together, be able to see each other's faces. We can see who's tried to have a haircut. Ian, I'm thinking you've had another one this week, have you? I, I have indeed. As well. You don't yeah. want to see the back because I couldn't see the back. So I'm not going to turn around. So we'll see each other's haircuts and we'll hear each other's voices. So join us in about 10 minutes on Zoom. Email us if you haven't got the password or contact your Connect Group coordinator. But Alan, will you will you uh, lead us in a final song as we finish this week? But guys, know this week that God is with you. He is your shepherd uh, and, and we, in him we have all we need. No matter what happens, whether on the mountain or the valley, he is with us and we can walk with him and know his presence that brings a rest to our whole being in everything that we do. Be blessed. Be thou 